Hey, what's up, y'all? So today is we're wrapping up uh, this four part series with Quest Trust. And the guy I'm about to talk to, El Presidente, um, he actually, he owns, I'll just come out and say it, he owns the waterfall that was used in Jurassic Park. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go over to YouTube. I use it in the opening there. But yeah, uh, we get to talk in there here at the end about his most interesting, um, coolest, I guess you could say, coolest investment to date with his uh, retirement accounts. And um, that came up. So be sure you listen to the end. You are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Today, we are wrapping up a four-week series with the folks at Quest Trust. We've worked our way up the food chain. Now we're at the top. I'm going to say it's at the top. Our pre- The president is here with us, Mr. Nathan Long. Nathan, thank you for joining us today. Um, Nathan just prepped me and said, man, let's just, not, let's just skip the bio. Let's just get into the conversation. I know we got about 30 minutes, so let's do that. Let's dive into here. Uh, Nathan, but let's, before we, I've got some questions for you. And before we get into that, you were just talking about how you happen to be related to one of the smartest people in the world who operates Quest with you, right? So tell me a little bit about how you got involved with, with Quest. And then we've got, and I know you're an investor yourself, so I want to get into that a little bit, but how did you come to- It was actually a mistake. A mistake. <laughs> By the way, before I, I, I want to do that, I wanted to do this first. So if I can interrupt you real quick, uh, your team is freaking amazing. Uh, I've been dealing directly with one. I got to meet Amory last week. Um, it was just there. I don't know what your hiring practice is to attract such amazing talent who uh, not only just knows their stuff, but knows how to treat people like people, like they're a people and not a number. But whatever you guys are doing. Double down on it because you're doing an amazing job. It's, it's freaking awesome. So, well, they have that, their own philosophy at Quest, and and it's actually very difficult for people when they first come to work there. Yeah, we, we lose a lot of people, so there. I, I I guess that, but the people that stay seem to really like it. Yeah, well, but you I mean, can tell they're in the knowledge of. It's just I haven't, you know, I've I've dealt with some, with some people in the underwriting department and the notes department too and just those folks i mean it's just it seems like whatever you guys are doing is incredible um just it was one of the main reasons why i wanted to reach out and discuss getting you guys to sponsor and make this more of a formalized thing because it's i know if y'all are helping me like this you're going to help the listeners and the the viewers and everybody so um again thank you congratulations for all you're doing because it's working man it's it's good stuff so, but t- tell me about Quincy. Tell me how you got in- involved with oh, uh, Quest Trust. I mean, Quincy is a real estate law attorney and, you know, really smart. He can be asked to speak all the time, talk, specialized in specialized investment. 
and I, I worked in Arizona, but we would invest, you know, we grew up in real estate investing family that did a lot. And so we were always looking for investments and we figured out how to invest with our retirement account. And we would do that. And um, every time someone would have something weird, they always call Quincy, hey, Quincy, <laughs> do this, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know. You get on the phone with a, our custodian at that time and uh, it would like talk to him a little bit. And he wasn't paying attention. And the guy said, hey, we want to come out and talk to you um, about opening a franchise. And he said, yeah, okay. He was doing something else. So got, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So guy shows up and he's got like five lawyers with him. And, and he's like, we, you know, you're so smart. We would like you to open this franchise and we'll let you do it for like, I think it's like five bucks, $5,000 or something wow. like that. And Quincy didn't want to do it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he ended up doing it. And um, it started growing and we enjoyed doing things. And we really just started Quest to figure out how to do more investments ourselves. Yeah, gotcha. That's and awesome. We, we, it grew and we just kept putting the money back into Quest and it just kept growing. And it's an open book company. So all the employees get to see everything, all hundreds of them. They all get to see the books. They all get to see how, how things nice. run. And, we've always, and it just kind of snowballed. Uh, from there, to tell you the truth, that's it, it really was a mistake. <laughs> mistake. That's uh, you know, some of the best successes come from mistakes, right? Um, I think penicillin was a mistake, right? Because a guy <laughs> left out a sandwich overnight or whatever. Um, but so one of the things I want to talk to you today, I know you've been investing for a while. Uh, you know, I, I was before I hit the record button, uh, we were talking about how Quest now hosts these virtual. Uh, happy hours uh, a couple of times a month. And if you want to get more information about that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drop this link is w2cap.questtrust.com. So our very special link you guys set up for this sponsorship. You can find out more about those. Uh, but I attended one last night and I was, I was, I was just seeing how it goes, right? I did not expect to join that Zoom call and see you there and participating in it. And you wrapped up your little segment there where uh, like you were just a participant in it. And you said, look, if you guys have an investment you want me to look at, I'm looking for investments. My email is Nathan at questtrust.com. And I was like, wow, this guy really is an investor. Otherwise, you know, and you went into some disclaimer about if you email me about investments, it's not, it's me personally investing it's not quest trust yeah i always have to distinguish that because people we don't invest our clients money that's so but but i have to find investments for myself typically i'm a hard money lender so so i like to lend to people either buying or renting and that's what i like to do um lower than hard money rates higher than bank rates that type of stuff yeah yeah it's really well for me and my family very good and and speaking of family one of these things that I've, i've been looking at here recently is you know I do have three young kids. So when you have kids, my mind just kind of went in a different place. Like, all right, when I'm gone, right, whenever that is, how am I going to make sure they're set up for financial success? And one of the things that I know you've talked about before is building generational wealth and how you can use a self-directed RA to do that. So kind of give me the high level of how I can do that and why I should do that over other vehicles, right? Or is there, do you... Let let me back up. Okay. I run a retirement company. It it, It is, you would think that the first thing I'm going to come up here and tell you to do is what everyone else is telling you to do, which is to work hard, get a good education, 
put 10% of your money behind, and then it's going to be white sand beaches when you <laughs> I, I've seen the commercials, Jay. Yeah. I've seen them, you know, but um, unfortunately, that hasn't worked, and it hasn't worked for a lot of years for a lot of reasons. There's yeah. too much erosion. There's too much distance between you and the actual return. There's also taxation. There's also the S factor. Things happen in your life. Mm. Divorce, sickness, da 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 da. Right over the course of a long enough period of life, you're going to have some interrupting events, and without knowing how to schedule and plan for those, you're going to have issues. So if that doesn't work, what does? You've got to think about it completely differently, Jay. Okay, you've got to start working generational wealth, and you also have to. So you have to be a think in timelines that go longer. And think about both your parents, yourself, mm. and your children. Mm. And, and you can do that with self-directed IRAs, but, but just in IRAs in general, too. So here's what, where I think that it gets broke. First of all, you're going to have years that you make a lot of money, years that you struggle if you're any type of normal human being, right? Right. So yep. you, sh- you should always work up until that point that you you know, got what I call a full belly. You paid your, your <laughs> things and everything's doing good. It's okay to have a lot of bills. It's okay to spend a lot of money. A lot of people misunderstand wealth. Mm. Part of having wealth is having cool things and doing cool stuff. Mm. You should be putting money aside. But then after that, what you should be doing is taking the little bit of money that you're putting aside and learning how to leverage it with your talent uh, and things that you know how to do. Like, buying rental property. Talk about an easy play to do inside of a retirement account. I buy a rental property. I either buy it subject to or get a loan from something like North American Savings Bank. So in other words, I'm buying it debt leveraged. I use some of the different strategies to get around the taxation and debt debt leveraging. So if you think about it, take a young person. How old are you? I'm sorry, you look very young to me. Well, thank you. I am uh, 41. 41. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I appreciate so, that. If so, I shave this so, off, I look 22. That's, so that's years old. <laughs> yeah. What, what is that person normally doing? Take a person that's 30 years old. They're, they're working hard. They're putting 10% of their money aside. So make a hundred grand a year. You know, I'm putting 10 grand away each year. Hopefully. Right. right. Now, here's a strategy where you do it one year and you end up with the same amount of money at the end of the road. Hmm which is all I do is I take a property, I put it down, it's not a great property, I'm cash flowing it, I'm, I'm I, I, you know, doing that, but I do it in an IRA. I put $10,000 down, I get a property that nobody wants because it's a little bit upside down, but I can cash flow it, mm. I hang on to it, all right? All I'm doing is trying to get enough rent to pay, make the payment on it and keep, keep uh, average maintenance and vacancy rate in there. Over time, that property is going to go up because what do I have? I actually am looking at a long time frame. You're you've got 20 years before you retire, right? Now you could save all 20 years or put ten thousand dollars once on a debt leveraged property. What's mm. going to happen in 20 years? Well, guess mm. what? The property is going to be free and clear in 20 years. Also, the rent's going to have slowly gone up over those periods of time. So you'll have extra cash there. And typically, the property doubles, what, every several years, right? So if you started at 30, you may end up with a $750 or million type of asset. Certainly, some of the assets that my parents bought in inner city, Houston, Austin, 
Dallas definitely had great increases. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Some of those areas just just blew through through the roof. I missed some of that. I'm going to point that. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of those properties have blown through the roof here in the last uh, uh, six months or so. You know, it's kind of I don't oh, know. It's just who would have known? Doggers, man. COVID would affect the real estate in such strange ways. But yeah. anyway, that's another. <laughs> that's another. That's another episode, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you can strategize it now. Yeah. Let's take you, let's circle back around to what you're really talking about, because I think this is so important. And 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 I'll relate back to my own family so that you can understand uh, uh, what, I, what I mean. I have an 18, I had an 18-year-old son. I love to real estate invest. You know, he, he, he got that. I like to lend. I want to have great conversations with my son. You know what I sounded like? He had long hair. He's got a tattoo of a guitar. The day he turned 18, he got that put on his arm. (laughs) All right. I was like, I sound like the peanuts teacher. But I did. Here's what I did with my son. They said, son, I'm going to give you $5,000. He's like, dude. And I was like, but I'm going to put it in an account that you can't touch until you're over 59 and a half. And it, but it will grow tax-free and it'll be worth a whole bunch of money later on in your life. And I'm going to invest it with you. And I, thanks. And I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> uh, right. Then I took his Roth IRA and I would partner it with my investments. So I'm, he had only $5,000. Right. But I would take it and I would partner it with a loan or an equity appreciation or a, a property. I did different investments over the years. I specifically yeah chose different investments because I was teaching. Okay. And then what I would do is I partner with him. He would watch this money grow, you know, and he would only get back with, if, if it was a hundred thousand dollar investment and he had put 5,000 in, he'd only get 95. He would get his 5% of right. that return back. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? But he got to watch this grow. And somewhere around 24, 25, the bells went off. You know, that's about the time <laughs> in life that you actually discover that work is hard. Yeah. You have to do a lot of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's watching this account grow and he became interested in finance. Now, my son works with me at Quest. He's nice. a certified IRA specialist. He does all types of investments. The investments in my family often go like this. Jay, if you come to me and say, hey, Nate, I found this deal. I want to borrow $100,000. Could you loan it to me at 11% interest or something? I'm like, okay, I'll do that. That looks good. Like uh, It's got good equity, right? I've got a wife that's an attorney. They'll draft up the note and deed uh, a trust, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I've got different ways. You can see some of my classes to learn how to secure yourself right. properly. Because just lending in itself, you know, you got to learn how to do it right. But right, anyway, right. So, uh I might look at my IRA and it might have $40,000 cash in it, you know, and you need 150. Do I stop there? No. I go to my son. Hey, you got some money in your IRAs? Yeah. I thought we call it, we're doing IRA loans. In other words, we like to partner IRAs together. And then sometimes it's personal loans. We're doing personal loans or whatever. But anyway, that's just our different buckets of money. And, and I call my mom and, and she says, yeah, I got some money. Let's put this in. And she does this investment. Now we have this investment all together. And as that money's coming in, it's getting split up according to who put how much in. Right. We're all involved in each other's investment. When someone gets sick in our family, when someone dies, when mm. someone passes 
on, there's never any quabbling about wealth or what's happening or what's going on with their investments because we all know mm. we're all been involved in it. Yeah. It brings you together as a family like nothing else will. And it's so strange and it's so simple. And you could start with your children at an infant age. My, my older brother would buy a lot for a few thousand dollars yep. when his kids were an infant and just hang on to it. And they get out there and you walk them out. This is your land. What do that's you want to do? That's a good it? idea. That's a really you know, good idea. And he says, you want to save some money? And if we save some of your money a, a, a little bit away, we could buy some something on here. We could put a house on here. We could, mm. Over the course of their life, he would walk them through how to do things. And, and this is how you build generational wealth because wealth is really from information. Yeah. Information. That's solid. That's, that's good. That's a solid advice right there. Um, Sorry. I just can rant for a long no, time. No, no, I, All the good. I did, I did not want to interrupt you because, you know, every time I talk about generational wealth, there, there's usually a couple of different stories people go to. I had not heard that angle of, opening up well i have now that i'm thinking about i've heard opening up like a whole life insurance policy on your kids right or i had not heard heard anybody talk about opening up or if i did i forgot about a self-directed ra for your kids that way they're already established and then you know pushing those funds together to to do whatever ray for your children as soon as they get earned income Mm. and there's ways to, to do it too like like, for example, for you, you have your own business. You can snap a picture of your children, right? put them on your business cards, and now you pay your children <laughs> a little bit of money for an advertising fee. Yeah. Well, that, that reduces your taxable income. It's a small enough amount that no one's going to compare. Now, they pay a little bit of tax on it because they don't have a tax deduction, right? right. Thing. Now they can make a contribution into a Roth IRA. Yeah. IRAs, money can be removed for higher education, you know, as well as other things. Sometimes that's a better investment vehicle than like a cover doll or something. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this a little bit off topic here, but you know, I have been looking at whole term, uh, not whole term, whole life insurance policies. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the biggest difference? Do you have one of those in addition to a self-directed RA or, or are you guys just no, focused on I mean, IRA? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I will tell you, I've, I've had my insurance license, so I do know a little bit. Okay. About it. Hey, y'all, I want to take a real quick break here with Nathan. Make sure you have that URL so you can schedule your free consult with a self directed RA specialist. It doesn't cost you anything, it's absolutely free, but it's w2cap.questtrust.com. There's also some free resources, some videos, some some of those things that you're going to see from there too. You also get on the list to to get invited to the virtual happy hours that happen. Um, I've started joining them. Nathan's on there. Nathan's looking for investments. He told me before we started recording, he does that because he has a lot of money that he just needs to put to work and he wants to to find those. So he's in there participating as well. So anyway, w2cap.questtrust.com. Let's get back to Nathan. I don't, that's not how I look at insurance. I don't like whole life policies because it's a two-part thing. You've got part of it that's investment. Okay? Right. I can right. do typically better with my investment. Now, life insurance is important. All right. And one of the most important things that life insurance does is make your spouse and family feel comfortable. Right. It makes right. me feel comfortable too, right? Knowing right. that they're going to. It's a comfort level. Most time yeah. you ever never do. So if you can go to a term policy, where you're just buying the life insurance. Mm. 
Okay, you could get those super cheap, if, especially if you shop them. You want to use an A-rated type company, right? So, so a company that you know is going to be there when it, when the time comes, right? Um, uh, but uh, if you're assuming you're healthy, um, you could get a million dollar policy for ten percent of what you're paying for that. Mm. When you compare the difference of even an average investor. Now I take the fact that you're Jay and know how to actually take money and make <laughs> worth more money. You see what I'm saying? You start right. to force yourself to apply some of those other policies. Again, there's there's everybody that can talk about it different ways. That's the way I see it as is is I think building whole life whole life policies is is back to the old school of thinking shoveling money into these accounts. Mm. Really you need to learn how to get the accounts to learn how to make their money. Gotcha. Okay. That's interesting because we just had, like, we're far, far enough down the road where, like, I'm finally sold on the idea of having a whole life policy in addition I know, I'm, to. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, I, I wanted to know because, you know, I'm always wanting to know. Um, it is safe to assume that you have a much higher net worth than I do. You make a lot more money than I do. It's safe to assume that. I've got you here. I want to ask you a question like, how do I get to the next level? What are you doing? Are you participating in this? That, so that was the reason why I was asking. I, I will probably go through with it because this has been like a three or four year journey for me to figure out, is this a good idea? It doesn't make, it never really made sense to me. And I finally linked up with this guy and Mark Willis. He was on the podcast several months ago Mark. now, and it just clicked when he was explaining it to me, it just clicked. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. We're going to do it. And one thing I, I like about the whole life is that it forces you to invest, right? Like every, right. every, and it, I need that accountability. Well, I, that's, what, that's what I was trying to get to. Like what's right for one person isn't right for right, everybody. Right. You, you, can't, you can't throw a blanket over things, right? Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong, at least in my opinion, this is how I'm planning on doing it is I have my self-directed RA funds and then I'm going to have my whole life funds, right? And right. I'm planning to keep both of them, even mm -hmm. though I know you can move, at least I think you can, you can move your um, self-directed RA and your, your old 401k. No, I want to keep probably, them separate. Somebody will tell you sometimes to use life insurance in with your IRA, and, and, and that doesn't make sense because life insurance is already a tax-deferred type of vehicle. Mm. So you don't put a tax-deferred vehicle inside of a tax-deferred vehicle. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I want to keep them separate. I want to have both of them. To me, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just something about having money in different buckets in different places makes me feel a little bit of extra comfort, right? In case. Well, yeah. And I think that's something really that happens. Um, yeah. I think that I always encourage most of my clients to keep like, if they have a relationship, like with Charles Schwab, keep that, yeah. keep that open because you should move your money back and forth. Self-direction is only for those specialized things that you find. Oh, I found a real yeah. property I want to buy. Well, as that pays off rent and builds up cash, what, what should you do with it? You don't have enough yeah. to buy another one yet or something. Well, that should be being pushed over to your other thing. Keep your right. Yeah. Thank you. That, that was really what I was looking for is what's your recommendation. So thank you. We went around my elbow to get to my ass kind of thing, but you know, think about it. Some of the people that were totally in the stock market at the beginning of this year got killed. Oh, they got crushed. Yeah. Right. Um, um, I took some hits. I had some, some money in the, the stock market, but you know, I'm diversified out between all the, those others, um, things. Mostly I'm just getting paid up back a lot of 
money and having a hard time finding investments right now. Yeah, I, me too. I, you know, I'm looking for my next uh, apartment syndication and I cannot find one that makes the numbers work. Uh, it's, yeah. it's been a struggle. You can find deals, but not deals you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can find, I had a, I had a deal. It looked great on paper. I started looking into the, uh, the, um, the area. I wasn't very familiar with this area and this neighborhood was lit up like a Christmas tree on the crime reports. Uh, and so I messaged a broker and found somebody sent me this article about it and, and, uh, not a very nice article about the neighborhood. It's talking about gangs taking over the neighborhood. The, the, the article was very old, right? But I messaged the broker and I said, Hey, what do you think about this? Can you get me a more detailed crime report on it? He goes, well, I know there's only been two murders in this neighborhood, but I'll see if I can get you. And I was like, only two? Like, I don't, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm done. It's, uh, it's, you know, but it I made the heights downtown. So like two doesn't sound too bad. Two doesn't like, sound bad. Downtown, two doesn't sound bad. I was like, oh, it's not anyway. So just on that block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It was, uh, but you're right. There are, there are plenty of opportunities out there. None that I want, none that fit our criteria. Uh, but I'm, I'm super conservative when it comes to that. Um, anyway but here's what i know and it's amazing how every time i talk to one i talk to amory how quick 30 minutes goes by and i know that's all we allotted for this i want to be respectful of your time two questions i've got for you here in, in your experience you've been doing this a lot of time what has been the coolest ira investment that you have done personally um i mean there's cool and then there's made a lot of money so uh well, what's right it? now, our yeah. 401k, our company 401k, um, owns part of a waterfall in Maui. Owns uh, a part of a waterfall? Yes. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a, so, in other words, we own the waterfall. Um, How the hell do you buy a waterfall? <laughs> so, if you ever seen the first Jurassic Park that's okay. outside of Maui that's very undeveloped, yeah. Uh, um, we lease it out for movie rights and stuff, and they're building a resort, and it's doing really well. So that's pretty it, cool. It, it was All just right. an odd, odd investment that came along. Quincy found it. And that's we, pretty cool. I don't know how much money y'all are making on that, but that's pretty cool. You know what's say. funny is we just we we put in a little bit of money and then a little bit more. A couple of bought out a couple of other investors, yeah. but it looks like we're going to crush it. You know, you, wow. and it was really just like we're just going to dip our toes in the water a little bit. <laughs> That's that's cool. That, that is cool. But, but the whole idea was that's a very long term type of thing. Yeah, you yeah. Buy those type of things. You buy several of them and then hold them for a long time. And if one does have a big pop, I wouldn't certainly do that in a more conservative type portfolio. Right, like right. Because because that is uh, I mean, it's land, right? But it's it's uh, very hard not develop developable a bull. Am I saying the right developable? I mean, plan? it is. They're they're able to do it. They're just the okay. roads aren't good yet. That's uh, that's cool though. I I wish I had a story like that. I own a waterfall in Maui. That's that's like I like how you set that up. Uh, what's been the ugliest investment, or the oh. dirtiest? I should say. Uh, I may maybe a recent one we were involved in where the lent money to a gentleman on mobile home. Okay. With land. Yeah. Made payments for years at a high interest rate. Yeah. 
And then they were involved in a divorce in a small county that uh, because the paperwork had gotten old and some other things like that, we all got dragged into the receivership. Mm. And I was very thankful for that. My wife was an attorney. I don't know how I would have <laughs> afford to litigate, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then COVID hit in a small town that trying to have a court zoom and they couldn't even figure out where the buttons were. Oh, <laughs> like this is a self. What? What is that? You know, they had no clue about what we did. They didn't know what a self-directed RA was. <laughs> they were very, it, it, it was a good court. We, we ended up yeah. prevailing them. Uh, getting our money and but still um, ugly and dirty things you wish uh, you just yeah, had to somehow, when you get dragged into someone else's and you're just a lender and you get dragged into their yeah. person that's that's ugly yeah. so but i learned a lot from it and so i try to teach sure. those classes i teach about lending money that's 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 good stuff all right so one last question i know we got to go if you knew about self-directed ras long ago what would you have done differently um then right oh, say for, say if you're a 20 30 year old freshly married oh maybe God. if i was wanda sean or one of the, the young <laughs> yeah. kids that worked for me that are super bright like him man oh man i'd i i would a learn to live with less yeah. right buy a smaller car wear less fancy clothes have a little <laughs> bit less he does dress he does dress pretty nice I, i'll give him that oh, whatever has- it is I, 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 <laughs> I know i know you're not calling him out specifically I mean, if i think back to my 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 young time i spent a whole bunch of money on eight track tapes <laughs> yeah i mean you're just at the edge of the but yeah. so, I mean, don't spend money on technology there's other things yeah. to, and and learn to invest a little bit of money um and uh, actually learn how to buy real estate and hang on to it. Yeah. Just, just it, 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 and the, I think the best thing are like small homes, inner city, even condos sometimes. That stuff has done really, really well for me. Yeah. You know, uh, and if I'd gotten into it earlier and, and had more, a little bit more um, uh, discipline, mm. because you have to have a base of money to start with. Yeah. I know all these guys say, yeah, yeah, you go wholesale and do that. You, you know, wholesale is a job. That's, that's work. It is a job. Yeah. Right. Uh, even flipping's a job. That's work. You can do it. You know, so you got to get some money somewhere. You got to get the ball rolling. Um, so the best way to do it is to be using someone else's money. So you try to get enough money to buy a property and hang on to it with a loan one way right. or another with someone else's money or, yeah. or partnership something else along those lines yeah and one um last time we recorded he uh told me that he just uh he'd just done his second private money loan and i'm thinking man what are you what are you mid-20s like how do you you know how do you know how to do it i'm glad he knows how to do it because he's walking me through the process but here i am you know tw- almost twice his age and i'm like yeah i just did my first private money loan at uh so yeah those kids are He's, he's, he's a sharp guy. Um, again, I, I've, I've been impressed but with him the entire way. Because then he'll want to pay me more. All right, I'll keep that on the download. <laughs> Nathan, 
thank you so much for your time today and your knowledge and sharing the stories about your family. It's been incredible to hear that. And it's really sparked some ideas uh, for me. Uh, so thank you very much. I appreciate, appreciate you being having, here. You know, we really, um, you're what makes it work is when I see people learning how to take charge, not hmm. buying into what just everybody's telling them, asking yeah. questions, right? I, I mean, if you follow the herd right now, you are going to be led right off of a, off a cliff. You're going. We've got to think for ourselves. We've got to get out of this. Well, that's the way it's always been done. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we have to. And man, I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to do this again soon. I will. Uh, I'm going to do my best to attend the next virtual happy hour that you guys host in hopes that I'll see you there. Um, By the way, all our stuff's free. If yeah. you guys are on, if you want to get on the education, all that's free. We're we're not we're not selling yep. education. That's not how we make our money. So yeah. So so the these webinars and all that type of stuff, you jump on there, get all that free education. You can talk to an IRA specialist. They're not trying to sell you. Yes. And you guys have the self-directed Saturdays, new webinar. I think it's every Saturday you're doing. And just last plug here is that uh, if you want to find out any information from that, schedule a consult uh, with a free free consultant consultation with an IRA specialist, w2cap.questtrust.com. That's where you can Yeah, I mean, honestly, it. it's it's nice to just talk to an IRA specialist, even if you're not going to self-direct. Yeah, yeah. They'll talk absolutely. to you about things. They know things. Again, because they're not under the pressure to sell anything to you, they might just know things that stimulate some of your own thought process. Yeah, yeah. Every right. time I talk to you, to somebody in your organization, a new thought comes up like, Oh, I need to, I need to go dive into that. I need to research. We've all been so. trained by Quincy to think about things a little bit differently. <laughs> That's good we really have. He's actually trained us to think. Yeah. I want to own him. I want to own a waterfall too. <laughs> Nathan, thank right. you again. Appreciate you, it. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, y'all. That's it with Nathan and our four-part series with Quest Trust. You guys are going to hear me mention them as conti- as we continue the sponsorship with them or they'll continue to sponsor us. Um, but I love the fact that he brought up his personal experiences with um, buying, setting up an IRA, self-directed IRA for his, for his son, right? And then walking his son through purchase after purchase after purchase. And finally, when his son was in his mid-20s, things started clicking and, and just the foundation that he's providing for his kids. Speaking of foundation, I want to make sure you guys know about this, Jake and Gino Youth Academy. If you have young sons or, or daughters, uh, for example, my son is five and I've signed him up for the Jake and, Juice, Jake and Gino Youth Academy. Um, they are a series. There's a hundred lessons in there. Each lesson is about five to 10 minutes long, uh, but it's just back to the basics. Some of the stuff I didn't even know, right? About um, how our, our currency system works, where it used to be backed by gold. Now it's a fiat system and all this other stuff. But it is definitely, if you want to lay the financial foundation, for your kids, check out the Jake and Gino Youth Academy. You can find out more information if you go to w2capitalist.com slash Jake and Gino, and you're going to spell out the word and. So w2capitalist.com slash Jake and Gino.